You are now listening to the segundo podcast with Who? Craig Jones. Who? Craig Jones. <laughs> And um, uh, having that guy around is the best thing that ever happened for the squad. Episode, I should know this, episode five of the El Segundo podcast five. with the champ, yeah. so, Israel. Bless we're, you. We're out here in New Zealand working mm -hmm. on some grappling skills, some buggy chokes. Imanari yeah. rolls. Uh, flying triangles, which I've almost mastered. Um, I pretty, I think I you got it today. Congrats. I, I showed got you that. Them. Yeah, thank you, you did. You thank did. you. Thank you. I did in Perth. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I want to upskill myself. Um, and when I spend a lot of time just working on something, I get better at it. You know, uh, I did that when I was um, over in San Diego with Galvao and them, and I just saw my jujitsu go like this. And right now with you, it's going like this. But I feel like there's the critical point where it hits, and I'm just like, Whoo. so I'm well. Yeah, I'm still in it. I'm still still learning. I mean, right now I can't turn left because uh... <laughs> <laughs> is that me? I don't know. Zoolander. Uh, I don't know who was it. It might have been fucking Diddy, but I can't remember. It was all the backstage stuff we we're doing with the chokes. I remember I woke up. Yeah, I didn't sleep well last night. No. Yeah. Bang. I literally, I just, like, because I'd be on one side and the gravity would be pulling that nerve and just be pinching. I'd go on the other side and it'd be the same thing. I'd wake up and I'd like, ah, oh, I'd just sit up and just be frustrated. <laughs> I literally, I'd just, you know, like, ah. Oh. So I got the heat pack now, just helping me out to kind of like regulate it just to get the blood flowing and help it. It's already, it's just a muscle that's locked. It's guiding. So it's just healing and letting go. But yeah, thanks, buddy. Jiu-jitsu will add like 10 years to your age. I've heard, I've okay. heard, yeah. <laughs> The gentle art is what they, at the suave is what they call it. So I'm a gentle guy and I feel like, you know, striking is kind of boring now. It's like, <laughs> fuck, what was knockouts? Who wants that? I want to like. Knockout, buggy chuck. Yeah. Buggy looks cool. Some knockouts look cool. Some look sloppy. But buggy, submissions. I don't think I've ever seen a sloppy submission. I'm trying to think. Hold up. Wait, have you ever seen a slot? Well, probably for your level, you'd be like, okay, that was sloppy. The way you set that up was sloppy. But I'm trying to think. I've seen some sloppy knockouts. Street fights and also even in the UFC, like people just, you know, winging it, throwing in hope. Just well, biting in. Yeah. Have you ever? Is there a thing? Like a... I would say sometimes guys will do a shit submission, yeah. but the other guy is so concerned, he taps anyway. You know? Um, and you like look at it, you're like, ooh. You know, like sometimes in the gym, yeah. if it's not a, a heated role, You might tap a little early. You might be like, oh. Yeah. But then afterwards, you're like, oh, maybe you didn't, yeah. didn't quite have that. Is it like white, blue belt level that that happens or every? Well, yeah, more lower belt. That's the yeah. most exciting guys to, to watch. Like yeah. competition jiu-jitsu or black belt, yeah. boring as fuck. Too technical. Two guys that don't know what they're doing, trying yeah. to kill each other. This guy. <laughs> That's my secret. It's kind of like poker. Poker, like, I know like two hands. The rest of the time, I might be bluffing, I might not be. I feel like we're grappling. That's my... That's my secret. I know what I'm doing, but I'm still wild. I'm still wild. I'm not as tight, tightened up as everyone else. And I like shit. Like I was telling you the other day, I like, I like things that look cool. I like things that are expressive. I like things that are out the gate. Example, the flying triangle I showed you. Yeah, that's, that's, true, that's, that's true. Yeah, kind of my forte, if you will, when it comes to grappling. <laughs> it's my forte. Yeah. I like that off the wall because we we're doing King of the Wall today. And yeah. like for me, who has zero gas tank, yeah. if I commit to the flying triangle, I either get it. Yeah. Or I get to have a break. Yeah. Oh, you got all of them. You got, I think, <laughs> only one you missed. Well, Carlos. Maybe Carlos yeah, that was yeah. the only one I, yeah, you missed. But everything else, it was just fun to watch. I literally be watching you and then like I might see someone else on the wall and then, oh, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, I missed something. 
Some of those get heated, eh? Yeah. Oh, no, it's, just, it's Friday. Fun. Yeah, fun. it's fun. It's fun heated. Like, it's not like heated crazy, but it's fun. It's just like the energy around it. It's just Friday. You know, everyone wants to go. We're going live. We're on the wall. And then there's a winner at the end. Like, that kind of gets that little added extra juice to it. So, yeah, you get some some fun rolls out of that, some fun. Who who usually wins, right? Because I see for the smaller guys, Kev. Kai is always. Kai for the smaller guys. He won recently three weeks in a row. Oh, Kai? Did. Yeah, but the thing is, I like, also roll with everyone. Like, like, the king of the world would do. Like, oh, you mix the weights? Oh, there's a smaller guy that first, and, the, and then the eventually wins eliminations. It's anyone. But Kai normally wins for the smaller guys. Um, bigger guys, Kevin or Henry. And Henry's uh, he's a surfer, so he's, ba- he's also a thick boy. His bounce is ridiculous. But yeah, I think you've won once or twice now. Yeah, years ago. I tried yeah. to time it today where I'd like look and I'd be like, is ah, that line. a big guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic. You, you kind of like coast, you see who's who's next in line. Then when they fuck off, then you're like, right. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, right. that's reassuring. Kevin, yeah. Kevin hit a big throw on me because he he just did one round. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Hit a big throw. Oh, early on, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. But he's on right now. Even the spider tonight, I was looking, I was like, ooh, yeah. He's just locked in. You can see he's yeah. locked in. Those spiders are terrible, man. Like 25 minutes of that. I was thinking like if I was an MMA fighter, I would never have accepted a 25 minute fight. <laughs> like, fuck just, it. Give me three rounders. Just, just three to, rounders. That's it. To yeah. avoid that prep altogether. Yeah. I look at that. That's brutal. That's the thing. It's like most people, you know, you want to be a champion, but they don't think like, even I was, who was I talking to today? I was talking to fucking Carlos, Cam, and someone else. And then they were saying like, yeah, the fucking legs rounds. The, that one hurts. I'm like, yeah. Like it's, when it gets to that second round of the legs, that's the worst one. And they're like, uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's right. And they, they kind of reminded me like, yeah, we only do three rounds. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, yeah, I just kind of clicked like, oh, we all, I thought we all do five rounds. But yeah, those five rounders, they're, they're, they're makers of men. They're makers of men. And there's been times where you have to not question yourself or what you're doing, but you have to like question who you are. Like, fuck, this is, it's only a few times in my career where I just like, it's, you're, you're deep in the trenches, your legs are shot. You know, you're trying to fucking take someone down and your legs are rubbers, fucking biscotti. Who invented yeah. the, that? A guy called something Spider. S-P-Y-D-A. That's how you spell it. Spider. I can't remember the guy's name now, but Eugene got it from some guy. Oh, so you, it's not a Eugene thing? No, it's no, no. It's a, but he modified it for MMA, but it's a spider workout, high intensity, pretty much just to like simulate the worst fight of your life. We used to have one back in the day called Fight Gone Bad. Oh. That was pretty hellish as well. That's pretty hellish as well. But this one is... Uh, yeah, it's a few notches up. It's gone up. I don't know how we could do that for jiu-jitsu because, like, we, we have to take into account our stalling and resting. Uh, oh, true, true, true. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's part of the game. It's tactics. We'll give it, like, 30 seconds of just, like, breathe. Just wait, wait. wait. Okay, now go. We did the uh, the meat grinder. Where the meat grinder is, what, is that a fresh guy every 30 seconds or a fresh yeah. guy? For every 30 seconds, I mean, when we do the, the, the shark tank, we call it a meat grinder. When we well, even like my last camp, I had to do like a whole MMA one. Um, he filmed it. It's fucking th- every thirty seconds. It was just like Tyson, thirty seconds. Then uh, Ben, Ben Johnston, thirty seconds. Tyson, and then yeah, they just put me through the, the paces. But those ones are just. It's not really much about the skill. It's more about just being in that that fury, that pressure of being in the fight. If you get to that point, that's like right. You got to bite on your mouthpiece and like show some fucking cojones. Joe, Joe Lopez made me do that. Yeah, no way. But we did it for like in a jiu-jitsu context. But the yeah. problem was is like if you're grappling, you're not trying to get up. It's not too bad. Yeah, true. Well, I mean, you, yeah, definitely. So you're just like, I'm just. You chill. I'm just going to relax on the ground and choke everyone out. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. So you can kind of coast through it. How, how many, like every every 30, every what? 
Oh, I think we did a every minute for you. I think a minute yeah. in a bad position. Yeah, on a bad position. Okay, I see, I see. Yeah, true. But it's hard to do it for jujitsu because, like MMA, like if you're on bottom, you're losing. Yeah, you've got to get up. But jujitsu is sort of like, oh, yeah. you're on bottom, you're probably winning. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're my god. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> it's the reverse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, watching watching Volks do that shit's uh, yeah. Crazy. Whenever I get to like the 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 leg rounds, the last bit, it's normally like around like sometimes a minute, forty five seconds, sometimes sometimes thirty. But then when they're walking in, walking in, every time they say that, I think straight away, right, do it like Volk. There's a, there's a clip that, uh, that Volk, I think it's on the Engage or one of my pages or something, like Volk was just running through everyone. And you know, his gas tank's ridiculous. So whenever I get to that point, I just visualize, do it like Volk. Not try and get up straight away and just run at the guy. Boom. Use the momentum to get up straight away, run at the next guy. Boom. But yeah, it's, it's, no, it's no light work. <laughs> yeah, it's too yeah, difficult. Make, eh? Yeah, <laughs> makers of men. How did you get uh, connected with Vox? Was it in Thailand? First time I met him was Tiger. Yes, in Thailand. Yeah, uh, that was the first time I met him. Um, I met him through the gang, Frank and George. Um, and just at the gym, I'm pretty sure. And I remember we sparred and I knew he was good. I knew he was good from when we sparred because we were just playing around and he was just like, you can just tell when someone's got it. And I was like, oh shit. Same with Peter Yan. And they were sparring like, oh shit, his fault. <laughs> <laughs> I just we should have flipped yeah. sides. <laughs> I just thought about it. I was like, do I have a neck brace? I'm going to do this whole show in a neck brace. It's <laughs> like, yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, same with Pritian as well, because the, the lighter guys spar one round, and then they go sit on the sidelines, and the bigger guys come in. So one time I kind of asked him, I was like, yo, can we have a little play around? And then played around with him. I was like, ooh, this guy's legit. So yeah, with Volk, I think that's where I met him. And then over the years, we've all just, just clicked. We've all just been cool. Then we became champions and we just constantly, I feel like it's just inspiration just drawn from each other. Because even last time I saw him in, uh, where were we at? Sydney. Sydney? Yeah, Sydney. I saw him in Sydney and fuck, it was just, it was a good time. Just talking to him, hanging out with him. And then we went out afterwards to some birthday party and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a big night. Yeah, it was a fun night. It was a fun night. But even throughout the night, it was just, were you there? Yeah, it was just inspiration, like just... It's kind of like, you're the best. No, 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 I love you. Like, it was just, just like, just, I love it. I love the dude, man. And every time I see him, I'm always just inspired. Like, why also one of the reasons I was like, because I've worked with you before in the past and I know how good you are, but I saw the work you did with him for the uh, Islam fight. And I saw, you know, what you, Frankie, and that kind of worked on. And I was just like, yo, like, you guys tighten that shit up. And then just, he expressed it beautifully beautifully like he couldn't be fucked with in the wrestling you know and um yeah i know i know how to grapple so i just kind of want to level myself up to a different and also i feel like we have similar frames you know i can learn a lot of your game or what works for you and see if it works for me as well because you know we have similar frames so um yeah that was one of the things i was like right and then we hung out in perth and i was just like i like this guy <laughs> it's a good time <laughs> i like this i like this guy he's a fun guy he's a fun guy there's always moments like that yeah yeah perth was a good time hey that was so crazy, that fight. Like, everyone counted. Uh, everyone, even yep. the Aussies counted. Yep. I sent it. I sent it. It's only those who knew. And you had conviction. You're like, nah, he's got this in the bag. For me, I, I just, oh, man, honestly, I don't want to hop on about it. Because even for me, I got really upset, man. Ash, me and Ash are fucking weird, emotional crybabies. So, like, when he see, he saw me, we locked out. He's like, he's done it. We're like, yeah, he did it. So, it's kind of like I felt like he got robbed of that, of that moment because of incompetent judging. Because... Red Hot was that night as well. It could have been something. But regardless, he still showed who he was. He still 
you know, he got robbed of a moment, but he didn't get robbed of his pride of who he is as a king. Still a featherweight champ. Still showed he's able to, like, handle this motherfucker that everyone was scared of, you know. Um, and I took a lot of inspiration from that. So that's why for me, after seeing that, I literally said to myself, I, like, I can do anything. Like, seeing the way you handle that fight, I, I said to myself, I can do anything in this game with anyone. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, shattered that uh, invincible Dagestani MMA fighter yeah. image, right? You know who did it for me first? Brad. Brad did it for me in UFC Auckland. Because I kind of already knew because I did a little bit in Tiger. There was this one guy. There was one guy. He's actually in the UFC. I don't know if he's still in the UFC, but he ended up being in the UFC at welterweight. But one time at Tiger, um, he was every fight, every, every class we went to, he'd get into a fight. He, he's that guy that every class we went to, he'd get into a fight. He, one time he tried to, um, this French guy, uh, what's his name? Not, uh, fuck, oh my God. His name is escaping me. Oh shit, no. I hate it when this happens and I know his name. Cyril Diabate. Oh, Cyril. the snake, right? Yeah, the, the snake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know the guy? Pride, yes. right? So him, yeah. So he, he was there and that was the last fight I saw him try to get into. I was like, the fuck? Like, you're trying to fight Cyril. And so I was just watching him like, what the fuck is this guy? Like, and this guy is fucking kicking off. But he's like, you caught it. I battered him up. But um, yeah, I beat, I beat him. Because he was just being a dick. Like, you know, a little, okay, let's warm up. Tap, tap, boom, boom. He'd go fucking like 80, 90% at me. And I tried the second time. He'd go again that hard at me. And I was like, right, boom, 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 boom for the warm up. And that was the, that was the warm up, especially your know, combo for combo. Um, and then he'd go into the sparring. And then I remember Brad going... <laughs> Brad said, like, don't take it easy on him because I was kind of playing with him. He's like, don't take it easy on him. Is fuck him up. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Brad said, you got to do it. So, uh, I did. But um, fuck, how did I even get into this? Yeah. The, so then Brad did it as well in UFC Auckland. Uh, he fought this guy who was like, you know, another one of those as a guy that just, he had a spinning wheel KO or something. Oh, Faizib. He knocked oh, him yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. And then Brad, I remember before that fight, everyone else was counting Brad out like, oh, fuck. Brad's uh, gonna get rolled by this dude. And Brad was like, "Bro, I fucking spar these guys all the time in Thailand. Like, they have a breaking point. You get, you take them to that. They're bullies, so you get to that point, and they can't go. Then they can't go after that. So I right. So I did the same thing to this guy. Brad did the same thing to him, and then Volk did it to Islam, and it was just like myth shattered. It's still there a little bit, but now you know, like, oh shit, they're not as invincible as you like to think. You know, they're really, really good at what they do with MMA." Because as you say, Sambo is... Sambo is bullshit, yeah. Yeah. I've heard. So I've heard. I Actually, you know, I fought a Sambo guy. Who did I fight? Fuck, I can't remember his name. It was in China. It was a Sambo champion. Eugene was not happy at me with that fight. I finished the guy's second round KO, but Eugene was not happy with the preparation for that fight. Because the first thing he did, we get backstage, he sits me down and goes like, don't ever fucking do that again. And I'm just like, hi, he's like, I got fucking bullshit training camp. Da, 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 da. And I was just there like, oh, yeah. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. Because he was stressed going into that fight because he's like, we've got this fucking tough guy. Because the guy tried to take me down for like the first round. Kept on stuffing the takedowns, beat him up, stuff like sprawling bro pretty much. Well, the second round, he couldn't. Uh, it, was a, it was one of white gloves. We had white gloves on. He couldn't handle it. And I just beat him up. And then eventually he just knocked him out. But yeah, Eugene wasn't happy with that. He was not. I love Eugene's rants, like especially when the boys show me the messages and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, in the group chat? <laughs> no, they just oh, show me. They show you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I mute the group chat, allegedly. I mute the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> just because, unless I get at, like at Israel at this time, then it's like, oh, then okay, where are we on? Because sometimes they just go on, like, fucking pretty much insult rants, and my phone is just bzz, 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 
I mute a lot of my notifications, but then for the group chat after a while, and then certain seasons, I'm just like, I need to mute this shit because they're gonna keep going. But yeah, he rants. Eugene is a he's a he has a way of words. He actually he's a good he's a good wordsmith, but also he's a I love him, but he's an asshole sometimes, which I love. <laughs> but we need it, and yeah, he knows how to like just push buttons. He knows how to push buttons. You've seen him at the gym. He like, balances it. Yeah, it's, it's funny, yeah. but he means it. Yeah, that's the beauty of exactly. It. <laughs> I don't want to say anything like on YouTube or whatever, but like, fuck, like you've heard some of the stuff he said. He's just like, like the, the way we even at the gym, the way we go at each other. Me now, he knows like with me, he's not gonna get an easy fucking. <laughs> I want to go back at him. I'm gonna go back verbally, verbally. So he goes at like Diamond, who just like, man, leave me alone. Like Diamond's just chill, just relax, yeah. whatever. So I'm just like, nah, because unless it's serious. It's serious, and it's like I'm fucking around, or I did something wrong. Then it's like, okay, yes, sir. Yeah, well, you need that though in this day and age. Like, I guess as a martial artist, because that's kind of lost. Yeah, it's kind of lost in this day and age. Wait, I'll catch you. Question: Who's looking after B team while you're here? Well, we got the we got a whole crew. So, <clears throat> Nikki Ryan, Nikki Rod, and Ethan. Mm-hmm. So we sort of got a whole coaching yeah, staff. Yeah. Okay. Good. But yeah, it's probably not anyone there getting into him too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a guy like Eugene, even Joe has the same energy in his yeah, gym. Yeah. You need a guy that's just going to lay into people. Yeah, crack yeah. the whip. But what's interesting, some people, some like students can't handle it, hey? Yeah. Like they oh, crack, leave. But I feel like everyone yeah. requires that. Yeah. Keep well, me, uh, for me personally, I, 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 I uh, operate better with... Uh, I think an iron fist. Maybe it's because of my upbringing, growing up in Nigeria, capital punishment, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, it's capital punishment type shit. Like, um, yeah, you're a lot of hit kids back where I'm from. Even teachers are a lot of cane kids. Um, but yeah, so I, I think I just, I, I was, even my mom used to call me a rebel without a cause as a kid. A rebel without a cause. I just used to be rebellious for certain things. I was a good boy, but I was a rebel in certain things. But um, yeah, I need like an iron fist. If not, if you if you give me too much free time or too much leeway, I might take advantage. I don't know. I think maybe old me would have. Now as I am, I'm older, I'm more mature, and I'm like more like sure of myself. But young Israel, 23, 24, you needed this. Just to yeah, like, it's probably more important than the younger yeah. guys. Right? Oh yeah, I was yeah. a wild boy. Still am, but. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, a, <laughs> I was a wild boy. Some of the some of the things I've oh, I can't wait. Eventually, one day I'll like either write I'll, I'll write a book eventually, but I also like do another like doco and express uh, some some raw truths, some things that I just feel like the world doesn't need to know about me because it's none of their business, and it's like you know whatever. But there's gonna be some raw truths later on that I'm just gonna express and be like, yeah. This is why this happened because, yeah. Yeah, everyone, everyone like, always tries to get uh, more information out of you, right? More yeah. story, yeah, constantly. That's why I don't do media anymore. Like, yeah, well, you're my friend, so I yeah, got you. I appreciate you. it. I got you, but, like, you know, like, all these fucking, like, you, even Eugene kind of called out, um, fuck, what's their name? Either way, he called them out one time because they, they were trying to, like, ask questions that were kind of leading like clickbait stuff, yeah, click, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then he's like, "Take responsibility." You, you might say, "Oh, it's the editors," but no, it's your show. You're the host, so you should take some responsibility as a host. So yeah, I don't do that kind of stuff because I know they try and do that kind of stuff where they clickbait and just get views. And also, I, I know how YouTube, you know how YouTube works. So I'm like, motherfucker, I come on your show, I see how much views you get. Yeah, and me coming on your show, 
you're getting all this money, and I'm not gonna be like Patty. I'd be like, pay me. I don't. I know that's not how the business runs. But I'm like, you're taking advantage of my generosity. And this is not me my, being the ego or whatever. It's just I just value myself and my time. So I know like me giving you my time is giving you this much money. So you're taking advantage of that and then misrepresenting me with clickbait headlines that people don't even watch the whole video. They're just going to like, ah, oh, and they just run with it. So I was like, nah, fuck these guys. So I decided like now in person is better. I'll do in person. But also some of them I just feel like. To be honest, most fighters should just value the time more. They don't. They don't deserve your time. They're making money off you guys, and then you're sometimes letting them. Because a lot of people want to be first. Something happens, you know. They want to be first on the scene with the hot take or the scoop. But I'm like, nah. Like even after my last fight, I took my time. I didn't say nothing for about two weeks because I was still just like, what the fuck just happened? Like I knew what happened, obviously. But I was like, yo, let me just balance. Let me just fucking see. Let me just understand this first. Let me see how I feel. It took me about two weeks, then I finally came home and then went back to Wanganui and then did like an interview with David for about an hour and a half and dropped a few gems on that, on the whole system of what happened, breakdown by breakdown, and it was good. I felt like that was the best way to get across it. You heard it from the horse's mouth. I'm not going to clickbait myself. I'll give it to you raw, how it was. And yeah, I like that version better rather than like just let's go on Ariel, let's go on, you know, uh, Junkie or whoever else. And I fuck with Ariel. He knows I fuck with him. But, like, it's more about not just being first, but being true. Yeah, I want to be true to myself. That's the main thing. So that's why I only do things now in person. And Zoom kind of gives me COVID vibes. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, Zoom, I, I like, even the first hot ones I did was on Zoom. And I was just like, ugh, I need to do this one. Day pro- I did it properly. And me and Sean had a good time. Good chemistry. Yeah, you'd be good on that, actually. The hot ones? Yeah. That is a fun show. Yeah, yeah. I've got the sauces. Oh, you do? Yeah. They, I've got like how many boxes of it. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, yeah. The second to last one was the, was the hottest one. The last one, the last dab was hot, but not as hot as the bomb. I think that was a bomb. Yeah. The second to last one. Was the host, the he handles it all fine, right? It's just shit. It's just every day. Every, yeah. <laughs> every day. And he's literally eating the same thing, but he was impressed with the way I handled mine as well. I'd want to do right. something before the numb the yeah. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I requested milk, though. That was the difference with me. I requested milk and I think ice compared to other guests. Everyone else was for water or something, but. I think yogurt's another good one. Oh, uh, deactivated. Yeah, but now nah, I just I'm Nigerian. I can handle spice. You just handle spice on there. I eat yeah. a bit of Mexican food, but I still it depends on the day. For sure. some weird reason, some days I can handle it, some days not. Depends. You've been in the sun, been in the in the shade. You're like, oh, my body's ready before. for this. Yeah, true. <laughs> Few coronas. Yeah, true, true. Some some of the shows are fun, like Andrew Schultz. Oh, that's my dog. Like, I he's love a good time. Mate. You definitely should go on that. Yeah, Whenever. I went. I went on there with Vox. Yeah, he's he's oh, you a won fucking it? Oh, nice, you... super nice guy. Hey. Oh, you went? Were you on the show, or you were just you were behind the scenes? No, I came in partway through, but it was it was the one where he had like the marathon of guests. That's right. No, I would have watched it. I did, and then Ariel came in. Yeah, Ariel, Ariel came, came in, in dropping heat. Yeah, yeah, just straight away, <laughs> fucking everybody. Yeah, I did watch that. That was fire. That was like four hours. Yeah, I don't know how. I remember we got on a plane to Boston afterwards, and when we landed, the stream was hey, still never gone. been there. Never been there, Boston. What? Uh, no, like when we landed, he was still still going. I was like, how does this guy have any fucking energy for this? Yeah, thing? nah. I mean, he's a he's a high energy guy. He's a fun guy though. And uh, I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna do him again. I'm gonna do a show. <laughs> I'm gonna do a show. Fast forward. I'm gonna do a show again. Um, New York because we're going to New York for the premiere of the movie. So I was like, oh, get on there. And maybe like the media run over there, but um, yeah, I focus Schultz. He's a cool guy. 
Yeah. What, what's the, so the movie, what time frame is that between? I got all this footage from way back then. A lot of it in the film we didn't actually use, I'll be honest. Correct? You haven't seen the film? What? Never been here for it. True. Ah, uh, this guy went for the big <laughs> premiere. Okay, Hollywood. All right, Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, probably since around, even some old, like, family videos. My dad had to, like, you know, dig up, and it was good. Even watching it, I'm just like, ooh, I remember that. Um, but, yeah, let me see. Yeah, it's a, it's a journey. It's a journey. Well, is it up until the most recent fight? No, oh, it's up until Whitaker Part Two. Yeah, oh, the second Whitaker fight, and then, uh, in the I mean, it's not a fucking. You know my story. It's not, and, and the credits they kind of like, you know, reveal what's happened after that as well, and like the little bit of ups and downs, you know. But then, you know, like fucking Connor just dropped a new one um mcgregor forever and that's like so the first movie he did was more like the rise of the notorious this one more is like it's a four-part series i've watched them it's a four part of his life through different fights and each one's like 40 minutes 50 minutes long originally i want to do a docuseries like the last dance but i think these guys are very hollywood and they had a different idea of what they think would be good for like to break into the the marketplace or whatever so i was like you know what you know the business, I'll trust you. But I still had control in certain things because it's my story. I don't want to tell it my way. So, um, yeah, this is the first one. I'm sure there'll be like another two documentaries or another two, maybe even like a fucking a movie about me. Who played me in a movie? What up? Who played me in a movie? I'm trying to think. Yeah, but I'll do one of those later on. That's another question I'll come back to. Who played me in a movie? We've got to think about that. Who, where's the documentary dropping? Is it? Uh, New York Tribeca Film Festival. So we're going... After we've got some trips planned anyway, so after those trips, come back home, and then I think it's June 11th. So just like a few days before I head to New York, June 11th, go to Tribeca Film Festival, and yeah, all nice. that shit. And yeah. then I'll see you in Vegas. Yeah, International Fight Week. International. Oh, fight let's week. go. That's gonna be another fun one. I can't wait. Dan's on Jack Della Mandelina, and then Volkanovski. And I just wanna, I just wanna step in the cage with whoever wins. I pray to God is fucking duplex i hope it is i fucking <laughs> pray but if it's not i mean did i already tell you what my plan was with i don't think so Rob? no i didn't tell you no oh oh okay flying triangle no 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 <laughs> actually i, no, I want to break well i'll tell you now but like you bleep this <laughs> bro eugene saved him that second fight i'll tell you that eugene saved him because after that first round i was looking for blood and then eugene had to kind of like not harshly, but like, hey, I was like, ah, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> so we're back to the game plan because you wanted to like just make sure we take care of business, and you know we'll finish him later on. But I was already the first fight. I fought him. I didn't. The game plan was there, but I can't. I didn't follow it. I just felt the vibe of the moment, and you know, you know how it is when you're in the in the moment. You there's things that they can see that I can't see. There's things I can feel that they can't feel. So the first fight, I kind of went off script, and then they were able to see that and like, oh, that's working. They just kind of created another game plan on the fly second fight usually didn't want that so i had to like pull myself back after the first round after i dropped him i was southpaw i was like right go back to orthodox and i just stuck to the game plan and then um, i was able to get he was able to get some confidence off that which um i regret it's not even that i beat him i just hate the fact that he actually got some confidence and thought like oh i have a chance everyone has a chance obviously i know yes it's fighting but 
I like Rob. Yeah, we're, we're buddies, kind of. Not really. But like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of, uh, I like him. I like, I saw him in Perth. We're cool. I was like, you know, I respect you, right? And I was like, if I still have to fight you, I'll still fuck you up. But, you know, I respect you. Um, but I really want Drickers to win just because I like, again, he didn't have to go around talking all this shit. He didn't have to create divide. He didn't try. I'm like, bruh, there's ways to get yourself across. There's way to like, you know, you could have called me out, but you didn't have to question my ethnicity because I never questioned his ethnicity. I never, ever once did. I was like, he's a South African. Cool. I never went anything. But then the fact that he questioned me, Francis and Kamaru, I was like, bruh, stop. So that's why I really want to teach him a history lesson. Yeah. For my ancestors. What do you think his chances are? I always feel like watching yeah. Drickus, it's like, I always feel like he somehow he's by. losing. How does he escape he by? Yeah. He just, he looks so shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how does he escape? But like, he, he's oh, always, no, like, he's got, he's got, he's got two nostrils now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got, he's got two nostrils now. So yeah, he'll, uh, magic. I don't know. Fuck. I've always had two nostrils. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking big African nostrils. I'll take up all the air. No, but um, yeah. Uh, apparently, he's fucking. Was it? There's like a <clears throat> new mythical fighter, two, two nostrils, Dick Drickus or whatever. But um, his chances, I feel. Again, a lot of the fights I see him, I'm like, he looks just like like a ah, like a bum. Like this is just me, in my opinion. He can fight. He looks good. Blah blah. But when he fights, he's striking. I'm like, it's like bum fights. But again, he scrapes by and he does really well. So I give it to him. He's, he's tough. He's tough. But tough is not enough. He, he keeps pushing despite like looking exhausted. It's he's what, mental. Yeah. He's just mental fortitude. And I respect him. I know everyone in this game has something that got them to the UFC. Because you can't just be in the UFC, if, especially at this level, if you're a nobody. So yeah, something. And everyone has a chance. I give him a chance. But yeah, he's not going to get that chance. Yeah, nah, not today, not this time. <laughs> how, how many how many MMA fighters <clears throat> do you watch that you're actually very impressed with the level of striking? Ooh, ooh. Um, Zabit was one. He's retired now. He wants to go be a doctor or something. Um, that was the first one that jumped in my head. Cyril Gans, fucking love the way he moves. I love his striking. It's not just about being effective. There's a lot of people that are effective, but... This is mixed martial arts, martial arts, arts. I like something that when I watch it, it makes me feel a way like, wow, I'm amazed. Like it makes me, it, gives me, it evokes some kind of emotion out of me. So when I watch guys like, okay, Cyril Gans, who else striking wise? Like creative, creative. Creative. Yair is another one. Like his last fight, I was really impressed with the way he was like moving and stuff. Uh, striking wise, creative. Trying to think, oh, to where? Ooh, Ian, Gary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as fuck. Sunkin' on. That convoy finished him off with beautiful. Yeah, there's some guys that are really high level, but at the same time, there's some guys where I'm like, why well, are just walking forward? You're just walking into punches. You're walking right into range. And certain things, I'm just like, <sighs> but. They're not, they haven't done what we've done. They haven't done the, the work that I've, you know, people like myself have done for so long in this game. Even Pereira, I'm, just, I'm, I'm very impressed with his striking. Fought the guy many times. I'm fucking impressed with his striking. <laughs> like he, the last fight, I literally, the first strike he led was a leg kick. And I was just like, 
again in my head. I was like, I, I, I'm ready for this. But the first thing in Atlanta was a leg kick. And I was just like, no way. There's no way. And I, I'm, yeah, well, I'm impressed with his striking. You were talking about the way he throws, like, the calf kick without oh, a tail. It just, his hip, he doesn't like, everyone else has this step. Like, they have, a, like, even if it's a little one, quick one sometimes, if it's quick, the, the general, the, the general rule is the quicker your step, the quicker the kick. You know, boom, that's how it is. But he doesn't even step. He's just there. Also, the last fight, I didn't notice it in the cage, but I noticed it after the fight. It was after every low jab. The first one, the leg kick, he threw like his knee up and then land, boom. But he just threw it up to distract me and then to to chamber the momentum for the kick. So he threw it up because if he just threw it from there, boom, I'll probably read it. But he has to do something else, some other movement to like, Use the momentum of that to swing the kick. But the one he used for the last fight was the body jab. You watch it. Body jab after every body jab, low kick. And I was just like, fuck, I wish I picked it up in real time. But if I picked that up in real time, I'd be like, right, body jab. Here comes a low kick. And then be ready to block it and counter. Because I knew if he can kick me, I can hit him. So we had some, we had a plan for that, for the low kick. We had a plan for that. But again, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I know, how to, I know how to use it now. I've used it on a few people. I'm like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that, that was crazy to watch. I was watching that yeah. live from Yo, we Thailand. Were. We stopped the training camp. Uh, oh, no way. Because I was out there and we were all watching it around the table. Who's training camp? Uh, I had a training camp in Thailand. We had like, I'm trying to think. I think it was like, oh, like, a, like 80, a seminar? Like 80 people there. We were like, no, stop. Like a seminar or? We were watching on the laptop in the tiny gym. Yeah, yeah. oh, for real. But Man. It was fucking tense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's always different, like, what's your song you know fight? Like, yeah, I can, me fighting is whatever. I get up, I love what I do, you know. You know that feeling like when you walk out and it's just like, you guys have to go, you have to go through a tunnel as well sometimes. A little bit, yeah. It depends yeah. on the budget of that. Yeah, yeah. It depends <laughs> on the show, yeah. So like, when you get out there, it's like, I just know I belong here. But then, if I'm in the crowd watching Vogue fight, fuck, bro, watching Kai fight in Texas, I was a mess before the fight. Partially because I might have been drunk, but I was a mess. <laughs> I was just like, I'm so proud of him. I had to hide my face, bro. Because like I said, I'm very, I'm very empathetic. So I feel a lot, a lot of emotions. So I was just like, I'm so proud of him. Because Kai has come from such a, like a humble beginnings and to get to where it was. I remember just like, this is even before the fight, even before he even walked out, before the fight. I think this is like the co-main event. Oh, the fight before him. I was just so overwhelmed with emotion. I was just like, oh, not to get it together. And then, all right, stay strong for the boy. Let's go. And he was doing so well. And then, you know, Brandon Moreno's a motherfucker as well. He's that guy, just a beast, and caught him with that body kick. But again, the way he worked his way up and got there, he's going to do it again. And this time he's going to get it done. I, I so believe in him because I see the work he does. I see, I see the, the attention to detail that he, he puts into it. Fuck backstage. Were you there backstage? Oh, no, you were in Texas? Oh, now you were in Thailand. Yeah, you were fucking off in Thailand. <laughs> now, me and Alex were fucking drunk backstage. And then Ash had to put us aside. This is the bathroom. Be like, boys, you guys got to calm down a bit. You're a bit too much, yeah? Because <laughs> <laughs> we were just like, nah. If Ash is saying that, you're yeah, in trouble, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> Whereas well, me and Alex was like, nah. Because we were just like hyped. Still like, you know, we, we feel for our boy, but we're still kind of like picking him up, picking spirits up. Ash was like, hey, both of you just... Turned out I'm not sure that I ate you. My bad. <laughs> do, you, do you like fighting on the same card as your teammates or do you prefer? I don't mind. I Because I've done it all my career. All my career. Kickboxing. Um, we'll have 
three of us in the same car. Sometimes there's been as much as six on the same car back in the day, kickboxing. So I've done it. And also I've, I've learned not to, I've learned not to hold on to the results of the prior fights. No matter what they are, win or lose. If he won, that's fucking great. But I can't attach myself to that win. You know, I'll celebrate in it. I'll tap in it. And I got to focus on my work. If he lost, you know, I'll console him. It's all good, brother. Don't worry. You get it next time. Or whatever I have to say to, like, reassure him. And then I go back to what I have to do. I'm always focused on my task at hand because I have to be selfish. I have to focus on me. But I still tap in with my team and let them know I care and I love them. So, yeah, I don't mind. But this last one, I'm glad it was just me. I was felt like I love putting that pressure on me, bro. Oh, fuck. Hold up. Let me just, let's refill. I'll go back to this. I'll <laughs> yeah. put that pressure on me. Honestly. <laughs> Right. Test, test. We're back with yeah, what was that saying? Disarono. Yeah, free plug. Yeah, free plug for Disarono. They, they're good company. Disarono. It's a sweet drink. That's like a drink by itself. Some Italiano liqueur. What was that saying? Um, You're not going to bring out your own? Nah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a. Everyone's done it now. Yeah. Um, I, I, the one I'm going to do is very unique. It's, it's, um, I can't give it away, but it's, it's, <laughs> I can't, but it's unique to me. It's unique to me. So the one I do when I do it is, and I have another product as well that's unique to me. And fuck, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. I don't want these motherfuckers to steal my ideas. Good but what was that saying? What was that saying? I was saying something about uh, Kai. Oh, you buy you. You said for the last one, you buy yourself. Yeah, by myself. Yeah, I love when I put everything on me. Cheers, bro. Cheers, my guy. Ooh. I love when I put it all on me, and it's like you have to make it happen. Like, you have no other choice. So, for me, I was like, look, I'm sure if I beat this guy, oh, sorry, my bad, if he beat me, I'm sure I would have one good knockout or another, like, two wins, and then, boom, I'm back in there. But I didn't want to have that mentality. And normally, even before my fights, I always have a, like, idea who I'm going to set up next. This time, none of that. I was literally just like, nah, focus. This is it. This is it. Everything. And I like putting, again, kind of like Volk with Islam. All these pundits and whatnot, a lot of people doubting me, you know. I, I don't really listen to the streets too much when it comes to that kind of stuff, but I think I just manufacture it in my head. So, well, I don't manufacture it. It's real. It happens. A lot of people were doubting me. A lot of people were like, oh, you've been beat by this guy three times in two different sports. How are you going to overcome this? Da, 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 da. So I like the fact that it was just me. There was no other teammates. All attention was on me all week. And then... I have to show up. I have to prove it. I have to prove I know who I am. I mean, he was there the whole week. The energy was different. The energy was different. I know how I was. They, like, it's, yeah. It was different in the sense that I just, I took no prisoners. And the, he knows me. In the training camp. He knows what I'm like. Hey, Jeff. Good boy. I'm a good boy. <laughs> I've had that in the past, too, where I've had some big ones mm. and taken a match last minute. And yeah. I actually performed better. And yeah. I'm like, wow, I was way more relaxed. I didn't care. You just like, you know what? Nothing to lose. Same thing with this fight. I was like, the worst has happened. He, even before New York, I was like, the worst has happened. He's knocked me out. If you want to look at it, look at it. It's on YouTube. It's got fucking 10 million views. I'm like, it's the worst has happened. Then again, the worst happened. I was just like, fuck, this motherfucker beat me at MSG. You know, fuck. I was like, oh, well, the worst has happened again. Cool. I know how to deal with it. And I dealt with it out as a fucking legend, as a champ. But then this time I was like, well, the worst has already happened. So what's the worst that can happen? He beats me again. Go fucking watch the New York fight. You see him knock me out. So I was like, nah, 
no matter what. I did everything in my power, man. And it kind of, it's. I'm so grateful for like the experience. I'm so grateful that he beat me. I'm so grateful that I have the mindset that I have because it made me have to level up. It made me have to, not just as a fighter, as a person, like also what happened before the fight with the injury, bruh. I mean, he saw it. He see David saw the mental hurdles I had to jump and just like reassure myself that I got this. I'll heal from this and I'll go in that cage and I'll fuck this guy up. And I knew I was just like, no matter what, this is the first battle. So yeah, um, I do like having my teammates on. It's fun. It's fun to go through camp with another teammate. You know, joint suffering. Yeah. Thank you. No atheist in a foxhole. When you're in there, you go through it together. You're like, yeah, let's go. But um, there's also this one thing someone brought up to me the other day. Who brought oh, the other week? Who brought it up to me? They were like, when you have like um, Eugene actually brought it up to me the other week. Oh, it was um the boys. The boys were fighting. So after my fight, come back home. We have this parade, right? Um, on a Saturday, the the street showed me love. I went to Dr. Rudy's, and then we were chilling there, playing bowling, and watching the boys fight in a local show in Dunedin. I can't remember which one, Eternal or. Fuck it, I can't remember which one it was. But yeah, anyway, five of us fought. Five wins, four finishes. I was literally just like, at the end, I was just like, this is too perfect. But then Eugene told me the, the next week, like, yeah, when it came down to the last fight, which was Henry, like. <laughs> oh, the pressure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so when it came to Henry, like, he asked him afterwards, it's like, you were shitting yourself, weren't you? Henry was like, yeah. Because <laughs> it's different when, like, all four of your teammates have fought before you. And, and they all won, you know, with three finishes. It was a four, I can't remember. And then you're just like, you're the last one. So it's like, it's a weird unspoken pressure that just like sits. And you're like, I'm sure you felt, felt as a four. Oh, you're like, yeah, yeah. fuck, I don't want to be the only one that loses, <laughs> you know? So you felt that. So I, I felt that as well in my past, I'm sure, when I was main event, kickboxing and the team was fighting before me. But I never really let it block. I just knew I was going to fuck these dudes up. I just knew I was like, no matter what, I'm going to get this done. So I never, I just know how to deal with pressure very well. I know how to deal with pressure very well. I think that just comes from experience, um, mental work I've done on myself, maturity, and just the work, like the work I've put in. I'm just like, I know who the fuck I am. Like, you know, you, nigga, you're one of the best in the world. Oh, thank I, you. Nah, thank me. It's the facts. Like, I, <laughs> I love watching today, bro. I love watching today. Like, even the, the rugby boys on the sidelines, I was kind of giving them lowdowns, like, this is his bed. You got to watch this guy, Craig. And whoever you went, I was like, okay, watch this fight. Watch this match. And just, like, what you were doing, man, it was just, it, I, it's like magic. Like, I've wrote, <laughs> no, I've wrote a lot of people, like, high-level people, and they all fucked me up. They're so good. But what you do, like, the one, there's the one you showed me the other day where it was like, I had a DOS, and then within three moves, two moves, you're on my oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. And I was just like, I'm like a dab, bro. That's that. That right there's the Ben Boyce killer. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, ben Boyce talks a lot of shit, but trust me, he know Ben knows I have him on some nights. Some <laughs> night striking. So, you know what I think? He actually, you know what he showed me today? Oh, oh he got some tape. <laughs> you know what he showed me? <laughs> what he showed the knockdown. They went off. It wasn't a knockdown. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. He was talking about his cross today. It was I slipped. I literally <laughs> slipped. Like I didn't get stung. Jeff, fuck up. And you know the funny thing? It's from a surveillance camera. So when it happens, you see him go to the camera and it looks at the clock. So you can go to Eugene. Oh, can you go to 456 on Monday? And da, 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 da. I'm like, it wasn't a knockdown, it was a slip. 
But Eugene even hops it on, and he just does oh, it. Oh, really. he actually, they went back and told me, they showed me Eugene's big speech about it. <laughs> that's right. They went back. Fuck. Oh, he probably screenshotted that. Fuck, that's funny. <laughs> and Eugene on the group that just goes in and is like, yeah, that was, he just, fuck, he's so, he's so silly. Boyce was like, look what I did to him before I was a kickboxer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'll be honest, for a hobbyist, for a guy who just does, I, I don't think I've ever seen him on the Airdyne push. He's never yeah. done a spider. Everyone's waiting for the day he does a spider. The day he does a spider. We should do that while I'm here. Bro, no, the third round, there's going to be like 20 niggas lined up with the big gloves on, <laughs> ready. No, trust me, because when it's his turn, he'll be right there. And then, you know, change. He's on you. And you kind of meant to give him like 60%, 70%. He told me about this. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he just, and you're, this is your third round. And you're trying to get him off you, and he's punching you in the face, going, hundy. And you're, and, but it's good, I guess, because it forces you to have to like, Get that adrenaline response and like you need to move and you get up eventually. But most people give you like 70%, maybe 80, just to like, okay, apart from Dan. Dan's an asshole. But yeah, yeah, you've seen the clip. Yeah. Well, that no, clip give, goes viral all the yeah, time, man. I give it back to him, trust me. <laughs> the, my one doesn't go as viral because it's me, but then like there's one I kind of like, when it's my turn to go on top, he gets on the bottom and I just like, boom, with the four ounces, <laughs> UFC four ounces. Oh, connected. Yeah, yeah connected. I felt it. I remember. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, Ben. But me and Dan have that kind of relationship. Well, Ben, when it's his turn, when it's his turn and he got spied up. But it's ne- I think he can do it because it's never his turn, right? Yeah. Like, that's the beauty of it. But yeah, but also even the, well, he's never going to fight. But also but as, a, as, a, as a sparring partner, he's like, <sighs> every time you go to, you, you spar Ben, you know it's going to be a hard round. There's no easy play, play soft. He's throwing spinning kicks. Sometimes they land. I'm like, how the fuck did that land? I literally, most times they don't land, but sometimes when they land, I'm like, it's an off day. It's an off day, definitely. And then the last camp, there was one day he was landing every low kick. And eventually, that's right, the last camp, he was landing every, every low kick. And at one point, I literally just got frustrated. I just put my hands down. I just walked towards him. And then Eugene was like, because Eugene was kind of coaching me in the back and was like, ah, you're playing into his game. You're playing into his game. And I just started like, just doing wrong with him. <laughs> no malice or anything. It's never like, you know, fuck you or anything like that. It's just like, nah, I need to try and get this. I need to try and like, I'm frustrated with myself more and I just kind of like succumb to the the just bleed, if you will, you know? And I was just like, fuck, let's go. And so I took him to the wall and just started to try and bang with him. But he'll bang back. He, yeah, he's a tough one. Has, it, has anyone dropped him before? Ooh, I've, I don't, see, I, in my life, I've dropped, in my, I can count, uh, if I've dropped four sparring partners in my life, and I, that's not never been the aim to drop someone. Okay, like, I'm talking like headshots, body shots, a lot. Like that's just you know sometimes you kick whatever. I've dropped a few, more than a few, a lot. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but head, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but headshots, nah, like four, three or four, I've dropped. Uh, but nah, I never try and hurt my sparring partners. I'm not one of these other people's that you know try. I, I want to have them help me more, and so I can help them as well. Um, but Ben Boyce, I'd like to say I'd love to drop him, but nah, I love that. I just, like, I, I respect him. I love him. He's cool. He's a, he's a fun guy. And I like the banter we have, but he knows. Ben knows. He's, yeah, he's, ben knows, he's a yeah. fun guy. He is. Yeah, he's a fun guy. <laughs> he's so fun. I'll tell you some shit off camera, bro. He'll probably tell you as well, but he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a crack up. He hit me up today. He was like, tell me what you guys are doing later. Mm. <laughs> well. <laughs> It is 929. We'll find out. It'll be a good one. Yeah, we'll be. Cheers, brother.
Mm. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you more about, like, so you you trained at Atos. How long was it for? It was, um, Six weeks. So the thing is, I went to go help Carlos for his uh, contender series. Um, oh, also, yeah. <laughs> Eugene and them didn't tell us while we are over there that we had no fucking hotels back. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you know, it was like the fucking peak COVID era thing. So you had to book to stay, uh, to yeah. get into your own country. You had to book to get a room. To oh, get the to quarantine your... yeah. coming back. Yeah. So we had no, there was no rooms. So Eugene, after the fight, that night, we, me, Carlos Bragg, go get dinner. And then as we're having dinner, uh, he's like, he goes on the phone with Brad. He's calling Brad and then like puts it on speaker and goes, guys, uh, <laughs> I've got some news. And you can see Brad just go, Ugh. He's like, look, we tried our best, da, 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 but we can't get you guys a hotel for the next six weeks. Ooh. And then Brad just goes, you, you literally see the life go out of Brad's face, just like, because he also has a baby. He just had a baby at the time, I believe. And you can see just like, Ugh. and I kind of just like, we're this Nigerian sport eating. And I started laughing. <laughs> it's my way of dealing with like, I guess the situation was just funny. I was just laughing like, better than crying. <laughs> was, yeah. I'm in Vegas. So then we're in Vegas. I think uh, we spent another two nights in Vegas, and we we're just like, we can't stay here, boys, for six weeks. <laughs> That's a black hole, man. Vegas, for, bro. I'm dying. Oh. I would die six weeks. If I'm like six weeks in Vegas off the strip, I'll be fine. We it's did that the, for Ultimate Fighter, but you, you stay off, off the, the strip, strip, yeah. But it pulls fine. you back. It's, it's like gravity. The fucking beam, the light in the sky, the pyramid is right there. You're just like, ooh, like a fucking moth to a flame. So, yeah, for me, I was just like, ah, uh, nah, let's go. So then Brad had the idea, like, let's go San Diego, just go work with Atos. And I was like, bet, go there, link up with Galval and the crew over there. And fuck, they were so welcoming. Oh, excuse me. And straight away, I was like, look, you guys are all going to fuck me up, Grafman, just so you know. I'm just here to learn. I hate when I go to a gym. I've oh, been to many gyms. And they come. <laughs> bro, because, oh, it's the UFC middleweight champion. But still, a couple did. A couple did. You know? I got the, <laughs> yeah. I got the bet of a couple. But then most of them, they could get the better of me. I was like, cool, it's whatever. I'll still learn from it, you know? But um, yeah, uh, six weeks there. And I, I felt I felt the, it was every day, gi and no gi. But I felt the progress, just like zzz, me, Carlson, Brad. Yeah, we got really good. And it was just every day. Even, um, oh, can I say this? Uh, the, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, it's a while ago. So the ah, the gym got shut down allegedly because there was a peak of COVID. There was a spread or something in the gym, but allegedly some of us still found a way to train. Allegedly, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was just it was fun. So we still leveled up. We still leveled up. But, the, um, they were actually the, like during COVID with the better sessions because it would be like the core. Yeah, the core, the guys, cool guys, right? the motherfuckers yeah. who know how to get it going. So yeah, and working with Hanger, working with the Rotolo twins, fucking love those dudes, man. Surf with them as well. Uh, Ronaldo, um, fuck, what's his name? Kanyan. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. not Bruno. Hold up. Yeah, um, the Hulk. Yeah, the Hulk. He, uh, all those guys hanging out with them and they were so welcoming. Even though, what's his name? Uh, Michael Perez. Oh, Remember yeah. Cool guy. Yeah. Cool guy. He's funny. He's, he, he killed himself. Up. He was so talented, but yeah. he just didn't, after a, a point in time, just stopped competing as much. Really? He was like, I think he even yeah. had all those guys. Like, one yeah, of good, yeah, guys. yeah, good, good wrestling. When I rolled with him, I remember and he was very complimentary of my style. But um, yeah, he had, because also he's smaller than me, so there were some things I was able to get off him, but he was able to fuck me up. But like, yeah, he um, it was cool. They were all cool, and it was just, it was a good time. San Diego was fun. That's why I was also thinking, 
after this, but the flight's already booked. And with me, if I, if, I, if I have to change flights now, it's like changing flights for six people, not just me. So it's like... Oh, you're the whole crew, right? Yeah, yeah, And I, I have... I have to, not deep, I don't even roll that deep, but like, I just have to protect myself and protect everyone else. But mainly, yeah, just, I would have liked to go after Puerto Rico, go see Kai. And then after that, spend a little while in San Diego and then go to New York for the premiere. But wait, where are you going to be? Obi, uh, when's this? This is June. June right? 11th, yeah. Obi in Austin. Austin. If you have time, pull up. That's the way, fun yeah. time. Yeah, pull up. Come watch the movie. Yeah. Come see this guy as well. The see this face. Come see Jeff. Face. Yeah. Now, but, um, <laughs> yeah, that was the plan. But uh, the flight's already booked. You know, things are already in motion. So I'm like, all right, I'll come back here, keep working, and then head to the movie, come back here, work. And then, I guess, international fight would be the next trip until something pop, pops up. There's always, there's always something. There's <laughs> something always something. Yeah. It's like, but that's the thing, though. I like... Even right now, the fact that I'm able to, we were talking before, just like chilling, able to relax, you know, drink, eat whatever. I used to eat whatever even when I'm in camp. But like... Yeah, your diet, like, uh, it's pretty like, you can make it work, right? I, mean, I feel like you live the lifestyle, you know? I'm an eminent. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I feel like they can't fuck with me. Because I came into this game and I've always just said, like, look, I'm not your fucking guru. I'm not your hero. I make mistakes. I learn from them. And I make more mistakes, new mistakes. But I learn from them because I'm growing, but I'm under the spotlight and everyone gets to see my flaws, but I don't get to see these people's flaws. So I've kind of like, I've watched a lot of athletes do this and crash, a lot of actresses, actors, you know, all that kind of stuff, musicians. So I've kind of put myself in a position where I'm just like, look, this is me. I am human. I fuck up. If I fuck up, my bad, but I'll get better. So I guess that's like kind of saved me from a lot of bullshit because if I was like, if I was in uh, in the spotlight acting all, you know, kissing babies and all that kind of shit, then people see me out and about, like at the strip club, you know, and like, hey, you're a good guy. Why you have her titties in your face? But <laughs> 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 you know, I like titties <laughs> and ass, but like, you know, I just like what I like. So I'm just a regular dude who does extra regular shit yeah how do you deal with that because like obviously in america some of the athletes get absorbed into some of the biggest sports out there but within new zealand you'll be like i'm that dude yeah you like yeah any anonymity nah uh i'm big and black so i'm hard to hide (laughs) (laughs) so when you see me walking around oh that's israel even when i had COVID times i like masks man fucking fit it on mask Folks blends in a bit when I'm with yeah, him. Yeah, he can kind of chill. He can not, he's, crowd. Bro, he's a superstar, but he can kind of chill because I guess, you know, he's from Wollongong, you know, also like they, he's one of them, you know. But Over depends. there, they get into him, mate. Wollongong, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, a Wollongong kid. But I mean, like even in in Vegas now, they would definitely spot him out. But even, I'm sure like certain places, like, I, I think it's not just because he's white, but just because he's like, he's such a chill guy and so extra regular. I don't know what it is about, like I said, big and black. I walk <laughs> around and I'm just... It's that, hey, it's Bigfoot. Oh, shit, it's not a song. What the fuck? Oh, my God. And, um, yeah. <gasps> Excuse me. I had to learn how to deal with it just through. When did that really pop off? Like, uh, how early into the USC like the, career? So, I've said this before on different interviews. <clears throat> Excuse me. My UFC debut came back home and then crashed. This is in Perth. 
UFC 221 in Perth. Came back home and I crashed. And I didn't understand. I was like, why am I sad for like a whole week? I was just like, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be happy. But I was just, I just felt this weird, like, emptiness. I'm really sad, just emptiness. I just felt like, but I had to realize after about two fights, the tools I needed to like come back because it's like, it's like, it's a stimulation. So many, so much stimulus. And then like, you know, lights, camera, action, accolades, you know, fans, you know, compliments, all that kind of stuff. And then you go home and this is when I was at home. I go on the streets, it's still there. But then when I come home, but you have to be all right with the person in here. That's the person that you have to be cool with. So I had to realize that, what the fuck, why am I like, it's like coffee. That's how I put it. It's like coffee. Coffee, you get a stimulation, and then when you coffee crash, boom. You have another coffee, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So now, like this last flight, oh, you weren't there. So I, I went to after party. Sunday was like fucking 2.30 a.m. Went till like 6 a.m. I didn't sleep till about 5 p.m. I wasn't drinking. I was just up because I was still just like, the fuck? And just... Farming. I'll come back to this. Farming is like social. I know how to farm social media. I've never bought followers, never boosted posts. I know how this works. I know how to strike while the iron is hot. So the iron is hot. I'm farming. I'm posting videos. I'm posting memes. I'm posting. I'm just, you know, getting engagement going. So that way, when all these new deals come, they're like, oh, let's see your engagement for the last month. Boom. Get the engagement. Oh, shit. 42 million on this video. What the fuck? 10 million on this video. Numbers go up, money goes up. So I was farming, farming, farming. And then went to Tootsie's that Sunday night. So two nights, went to after party, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Tootsie, strip club, titties in our faces, bah, allegedly. <laughs> and then, and then come back home. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I spent in my room. I literally came out once a day for about 20 minutes. But you flew straight back to New Zealand, right? Afterwards, yeah. yeah. But I, I was meant to, I wanted to go Key West. That was my plan. But have, then, you ever, have you ever checked it out? Yeah, went nice, in 2015. Yeah. Shit, yeah. When I helped uh, Rumble, rest in peace. But um, yeah. So I, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I spent in my room just like farming on the phone, watching TV, and just, I needed to like just gather my own thoughts because it was so, like the after party, bro, yeah, you were there. The after party in fucking Miami at 11 was crazy. That's, that's actually when you hit me up to train. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Were you at the after party? No, no, no. You messaged me to train. Did I? Was I? In Thailand. Yeah. Oh, for real? <laughs> I was like thinking about it. I was like, I bet he's in the after party right now. Yeah. I was I, like, he's I, I, never, I don't know what brought that up, but I definitely would have thought about it. I was like, yeah. Because I'll have ideas and I'm like, I'll, I'll write notes about it, but then I think that what I was like, let me tell him right now. Like, yeah, let's go, Craig. Blah, 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 blah. Because it was time. But um, yeah, so that's just for me. After that, three days in my, in my room just to like balance myself again find my center just to like you know i need it i know what i need and i know i don't want to do this so even since then david david had a he said a post fight blues like three weeks ago i still didn't because i was just able to like rather than like take off and then crash i can just come back down slowly slowly and then something else will happen like the sydney expo whoo, gust of wind that's a lot that's a lot of stimulation a lot of fans and then whoo, takes it up again and then you just like riding off that wave and then you just like slowly, slowly, slowly. So right now, I've, it won't, I don't feel like I've hit the ground. I'm just kind of cruising. I'm just at a nice cruising level. I watched the fight last Saturday, the first time in three weeks. Uh, before that, I was watching it like every other day. And before that, it was every day. But then I haven't watched it since last Saturday because I kind of got over it. So it's not really like the thing that's feeling me right now. Right now, it's just this, the work we're doing, the team, the bands. And just life, I guess, like other things I'm doing in life right now is just kind of like fueling me and just keeping me afloat. So I'm just enjoying that ride. 
Yeah, I'm sure you felt that before. Like you come back from somewhere. Even like I've heard um, people who just get married get that. People who just um, have babies get that. Like post pregnancy depression or whatever. I would always get it after doing an ADCC because it's every two years. Yeah, you do a three month camp for sure. it. It happens. It's big. And yeah. then afterwards, you're kind of like, oh. Yeah. What well, now? So yeah, how did you so feel afterwards? Did you feel like sad or did you feel empty? Just like you've now, you don't have an immediate goal. Uh, something to look forward to. You've had that thing you've been thinking about for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, I mean, it's kind of like the Olympics for grappling. And yep. then afterwards, you're like, oh, it's done. Now what? You know? Well, now. Got my silver medal. Yeah. Now, now the silver yeah. secure. <laughs> <laughs> now what? What do I do with my life? Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, yeah, it's a weird... No one has a book on this shit, which is, which is why I'm glad, like, I've prep myself enough to be ready to take on the pitfalls and the rises of this game so yeah i feel like when someone actually retires from their sport it must be all of those feelings times 100 i have i don't say i've thought about it i've i've, I've imagined what it looks like because i this is this is part of my life there's bigger things i have to do and i'm doing everything i'm doing right now for my future family or families but like yeah i'm not trying to I'm not trying to be that guy that's like 42 and like, oh, I still got one more in me. Because <laughs> a lot of people I've seen that they can't let go of this game, man. They can't let go because it's addicting. I can see how it is. It's, 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 it's enticing, you know, and they can't let go. And it's because I feel like their identity is fully wrapped around being a fighter. That's the thing with me. You've never seen me on my Instagram bio you know, UFC fighter or UFC champion or like never. That's never been me. You know why? I have more to me than fighting. There's more to life than fighting. It's an important part of my life. It's a big part of my life. It's a legendary part of my life, but it's not all of my life. I want to be like after this, I want to dedicate my life to my kids, but I'm going to have some other things I'm doing as well. I'm sure movies will be there, you know, video games, cartoons, voiceover work, all that kind of shit. But I want to dedicate my life to my kids. So I want to be a great dad. I'm going to be a great dad. I know this because I'm like a big child myself. But um, yeah, it's more to life than fighting. So that's why I, I feel like when I'm done with this, I'm going to be able to walk away and I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, like I just know I've, I've done what I wanted to do. Or I could walk away now and be fine. Like I've, bro, I've set myself up for life. You know, I'm in the history books forever. But I just feel like... I said, strike is boring, bro. I want to fucking choke some more fuckers out. Bro. I want to fucking put some more. You could be the first bleed, buggy, buggy choke. Bro, let's go. Hold up. The flexibility. Fuck, get the small fucker right. Oh, no, wait. Get them in there. This one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're right there. You put them in there. And then you get wait, the... what was funny today is... Uh... Oh, yeah, right there. <laughs> oh, you ain't ready for this bitch. You ain't ready for the... Oh. Ben, ben Boyce and... Yeah. Dan... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the back. Yeah. Boyce and uh, Dan Hooker were talking shit on the buggy choke, and then yeah. now today they were, like, asking questions about it. Oh, like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, course. I thought that was fake. No, no, no. I've seen... Oh, actually, no. Um, Kate put me in it. Kate put me in it. Um, yeah, so I've, I've always known it's legit. But even before I, before I trained with him uh, in San Diego, I think he choked some guy out with it. Oh, yeah, he brought it back big time. Oh, so it was, oh, okay, so it was an old technique that got brought back. You, pro you probably see it in striking, too, where there'll be a technique. It's gone, it comes back, yeah. It was, it's kind of bullshit until yeah. a good guy does it. Front kicks. Yeah, yeah, As a silver. Crane kick. Boom. Oh, <laughs> shit. My one was, um, I feel what CKB has done for the game is looks and feints. 
The faints, right? The faints. A lot of people just didn't understand. And then when I, because I'll faint 20 times if I throw one jab sometimes. I've done it many, like, just spaz people out. They're like, what's happening? They overloaded. Ah. So I'll do that. But, um, yeah, so I feel like we've done that for the game. And certain other things as well with footwork. But I'm not going to say we, we didn't fucking invent the wheel. We're just bringing back things that were known as striking for decades. But people weren't using it at the highest level of MMA. So we're like, right. Let's bring it back. Let's teach these motherfuckers how we really roll. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah Eugene's really, he studies a ton. Yeah, they he do. Even he said, like, this, <laughs> he was really proud. He was like, this last fight, this is our most studied opponent. Like, he had to go deep in the archives. Make that even. <laughs> I've been known, apparently I pour, like, like an American at the, the casino. Yeah, I just, ah, so how's your day going? <laughs> <laughs> we need the customer service back here. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> mm. The only thing I love about you is um, you aren't afraid to make fun of yourself. And that's oh, yeah. like me. I think, I don't know if I, I've always kind of just been that way. I used to make fun of myself a lot, but I think I did it just being in New Zealand out of like, if I'm being frank or being honest, trying to get people to like me. That was like an old thing I used to, I had to get rid of, like the people pleaser. But now I can make fun of myself because it's funny. Like, oh, yeah, it is funny. But I like the fact you can make fun of yourself and you don't care what anyone thinks because you're secure in yourself as a man and you know, I'll choke you out. <laughs> like, I, I like it both ways too. Like, yeah. I feel like I like to give it to people a bit. Yeah. So I gotta be out with oh, it. Of course, yeah. I, I can give it. I can give it, but fuck. Yeah. You gotta do, in a gym, everyone's yeah. like, oh, of course, yeah. Scary. I can give it. I can take it as well, but I don't give it as much as a, I think if it's no, I'm never the instigator. Put it that way. I'm never. <laughs> Eugene instigates it. When he starts, I'm like, right. but he doesn't start with me anyway again because I, I got clips for him. <laughs> I got clips for him. And I just go at him straight away. And he's like, right, okay. You, Eugene used to get into me because like yeah. I would show up fight week for yeah. Volk's camp. Yeah. But then it was bittersweet yeah. for the Islam one because I was there for six weeks and Eugene came in five days before. Ah. And I was like, Eugene, you're just showing up for me. Oh, you know? so- Where you been? <laughs> you went in the real. You went in the, yeah, in the, the like, trenches. You went in the, the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I finally got revenge on him. Yeah, nah, he's, he's good like that. He, he will keep you honest, you know. Mm. But um, yeah, like with that kind of stuff, uh, that's one thing I like about you, just the way you, you handle yourself as well. You don't take yourself so seriously. Even your handshakes, bro, like you shook my hand. Thank you. Oh, very Do you gentle. understand? Thank you. <laughs> I, I, saw, I said it on my interview the other day. I was just like, first thing I noticed, because most, because I punch, you have to sparring, man. You know, oh, hands sore, right? from punching and punching the bag or whatever, and you're, 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 I guess not breaking your hands, but you're damaging your hands and they come back stronger. That's why I've got like strong, strong knuckles. But then some motherfuckers will get excited to see you and then, or they'll grab you here. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Oh yeah, the the four finger. I'm like, thanks, you're a man. Oh, congrats. This is the jiu-jitsu one. Go for the handshake. Oh, you want to do? <laughs> this happens all the time, eh? <laughs> That's how you know you're, you're a jiu-jitsu guy. Jiu-jitsu guy. You fuck up the I had to learn. No, I had to learn though, like, because fans now at expos or whatever. The last one I was shaking hands. I guess I was just excited. I was feeling the moment. But most times now I just give them the old. It's uh, safer on the immune system, right? Well, COVID times as well. I've had malaria like eight times. So malaria eight times. Yeah, I was a kid. Holy shit. Nigeria. Yeah, uh, I've had malaria probably six to eight times. Got me real strong. Doesn't that have sometimes have some long-lasting sort of effects? I had asthma as a kid as well. Maybe that was caused by that. I don't know. But with malaria, I feel fine. It was just it was normal. I remember what it felt like as well. You're hot. 
but you're shivering and you're delirious and you lose weight. You're spewing a lot, shit in water, like just fucking mud water. Uh, yeah. And they just pump you full of fluids, malaria medication. I still have some actually from last time we were in Nigeria. Magoku, my guy, he loves it. He loves it. Yeah, I took him to the slums. <laughs> any, you got any plans to go back? Yeah. Fucking COVID just slowed everything down. I want to go back end of this year. Yeah, that like took, especially for uh, yeah. New Zealand. Took yeah, so long. New Zealand just. You guys couldn't train really. They shat the bed. Yeah, I mean, we did the first time. The Costa fight, UFC 253, that camp, we all trained together. That was cool. But they came down to Dan's camp and they were like, oh, well, the, the, the wording on one of the rules changed. And we're like, but we did this last time. Why would you let us do it this time in the same fucking spot? And then at the same time, they gaslighted us by letting like the other national teams do what they have to do. I'm like, yo, you yeah. So it was really pissing us off. So that's why, again, I would never fight in New Zealand, but that's my own little trinket. I'd rather fight in Australia, Sydney. Oh, September yeah, 10th. September. Ah. So, yeah. I mean, they're already like, they've already set up the, the infrastructure. Like, you can tell, like, the, the tourism industry already is gearing up for that. Dana's giving them props. Uh, and I guess the leeway, they know what they're going to get from that. They're going to get a lot of money into the economy. So that's cool. Yeah, that's going to be huge. I mean, the mm. per- Perth was insane. The uh, energy. I wish that had been... Thank you. I <laughs> told Mick. When I was like, why is it not in the stadium? I was like, bro, this should have been in the stadium. And Mick said something about the commission... Oh, the... Fuck, I don't even know how to put it. It was like a prearranged deal or something. Yeah, right? he said yeah. they didn't understand how big this would be. But I was like, yeah, you should have... Fought, like, well, Sold out in like five minutes. Bro, that, that should have been in the stadium. Imagine that in the stadium. Because I remember like 243 in Melbourne... Fuck, that was Marvel. Actually, no, the first time was even before that. Was, was, was it Rousey? Rousey? Yeah, that, but then there was a guy that came out to ACDC for those about to rock. And I remember being in the nosebleeds, and when that hit the, the speakers, that riff, I remember just like, whoa. And then he was, it was a long walk as well. So as he was walking, it was kicking. And I was just like, that was a moment I was like, I can't remember who it was who, who fought on that card and walked out to ACDC for those about to rock. That was a UFC 2, uh, fuck, 191, oh, I can't remember, whatever it was. When he came out to that, like, I remember just the, oh, it was so powerful, man. The speakers and everything. So I just knew, I was like, and who would have known fucking how many years later I'd be in the same fucking arena doing my little. Yeah, that was sick. I love, I love the, the fun walkouts. Like someone yeah. gets an interesting song, fun music, yeah. or like. Like, I was talking to you about Genki Suda. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Genki Suda, yeah. He was different. We all won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, man, he I actually wanted to, I wanted to do that, but then, because um, I feel like, especially now more than ever, that's like the, that's the motto. We all, because there's so much divide. But um, yeah, I did, I saw some of his walkouts. I wasn't really like watching him like that back, back then, but I've seen like what he's done in his walkouts and shit. But um, yeah, for me, it's just creative. And my walk, bro, people have offered me crazy money to like, oh, I want you to walk out to my song. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, no no one notable, that I'd say, but like some people that I'm like, oh, they offer some nice change. I'm just like, nah, it's not. <laughs> They're not for sale. Yeah. They're not for sale. <laughs> my walkouts are for me. I'm walking out to an arena filled with how many people and I'm going to go fight this trained killer. Like I programmed myself during the, like the okay, New York fight. I walked out to the Saw theme. And there's always, I don't pick these, they come to me, like just ideas, they come to me. Uh, I just kept on playing it during my VO2 max uh, workouts, the rate wrestle workouts. I'd uh, have it on the, on the, on the, on the queue. 
and also the spider workouts. I have it on the queue. And then whenever, even now when I hear it, my body just reacts because I've, 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 I've programmed myself to that song so many times that I hear it, my body just, ooh, is it that time again? Or are we, are we about to, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's for me. It's more for me more than anything, like, to program myself and activate myself. So when I hear the track and I'm walking out, boom, takes me back there, takes me to that moment when I'm like in that, in the trenches and I know, okay, I need to get this done. I need to like, whatever I was going through my mind or whatever, like, yeah, it takes me back there. Yeah. Is that usually the way? Like you have that song, how far out do you pick the walkout? To be honest, sometimes months. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes months. It'll just come to me. I'm like, oh, it's a track and I'll just, I'll just hold on to that and I'll just, yeah, I'll hold on to it and I use it to program myself. So sometimes months, the last one was on the way to the airport. Oh, really? Yeah, I was about to play a song for my brother, and I was like, I just, I remember like, Trap, Headstrong, I was like, hold up. Boom. And then we played it, and we started vibing. Even he got it on tape. We started vibing to it, and I was like, ah, back off, I'll take you on. I love the lyrics. It was perfect for the, for the moment, for the situation. It also helped that it sound like an anime intro. You know, I was just like, beautiful. And then the fucking color, Jet Li, that was already planned like weeks in advance. That I was just, I just want to be unleashed. I, I kept on saying like weeks before that fight, I was like, I want to feel like I'm in a fight. I want to be in a dog fight. That's why there were certain moments in that last fight that when he tried to pressure me, I just stood there. I was like, let's bang. Like, I wanted to, I want to risk it. I, I can, and even Eugene, he's good like that where he was like, trust me, you'll take care of everything. Just mid range, you'll take care of everything that he throws at you. I was like, okay, I trust you. Boom. And what did I do? I took care of everything. Whatever it was that was coming at me, I took care of it. So when it came to the end sequence, I just knew, not cognitively, but subconsciously, I knew. I was like, just trust him. So that's why I gave him the leg. I was like, cool, come through. And he threw what he threw. All in line, was the body shot. Everything else was blocked. And I got him. But I just trusted the instinct. And I trusted my, my team. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was fucking sick. That was fun. Uh, I can't. I love that feeling, though. Like I said, that feeling of just like everything riding on it. Like, you've had that before where it's like everyone counts you out and it's just like, you know what? <sighs> Snake eyes. Get him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's so good, man. It was so good. Yeah, there's moments like that, that I just never forget. Those are one of those ones, man. Like, just for me as a, as a person, not even the fight itself, but what I had to go through to get to that moment, I was just like, okay. Gaslam fight was one of those ones for me. Cause I had to like discover another That's, That was one myself. of the fucking most exciting fights I've ever yeah. seen. I can. Fuck, never want to do that again. <laughs> well, I mean, if I have to, I will. But like, no one wants to be in a fight like that. Like, I'm not trying to get punched. I'm trying to keep this, you know, uh, sane. That would have been um, a stressful, like, in the corner, right? Oh yeah, usually. Uh, usually in the fifth round, before the fifth round, he gave me a speech. I can't remember what he said exactly. I'm sure I can get the mic on the UFC people to find out exactly what he said, but he just gave me a speech. It wasn't more about technique. He just gave me the speech about you were born to do this. Like, this is why you, you know, this is the moments that you trained for. Da, da, da. And I remember like in that fifth round, I was hearing Brad's voice. Cause when I was on the bike for that camp, when I was on the bike, pushing on the airdyne, I'd hear him. Do you use the airdyne? I should. You should. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be your new best friend. Yeah. So when I was on the airdyne, I just hear Brad cause he was embrace the darkness. Go numb is embrace the darkness. So as you just give me the speech, I'd hear like 
just that feeling of breath, saying, embrace the darkness, go numb. And here you just speech. And I just swear, I was like, I turned around, I was like, look, you're not going to beat me. I'm prepared to die. Like, let's go. I'm prepared to die. And I was like, I meant that shit. Because again, if I had died, what a glorious death. But if I'm ready to die, I'm ready to kill. And if he had died, I'd sleep well at night. Because I, if I wasn't ready to give my life up, then I wouldn't have felt that way. Because I was, I was like, right. Equal rights and lefts. Yeah. That, yeah, that was one of Gaslam's best. Uh, that's the best he's looked. In a while. Shout out to Gaslam. He's going down to welterweight. Back down. Yeah, he's going, yeah. I mean, but he says now he's mature. He knows that's the weight class he should have been at this whole time. He just didn't want to do the work. Yeah, he loves he the likes Mexican the food. He likes the bria tacos, bria tacos, <laughs> man. I love him too. I fucking love him. Oh. Yeah, it's hard to find that Mexican food, Australia, New Zealand, right? Yeah, we've got, we got some here. I try to get this like... Like a hipster taco spot yesterday. I got there and it was just just finished. So I went there yesterday. I was like, the end, I was like, and the desk is, I was like, fuck. So I had to drive back home. Bro, when I was driving yesterday and today, now it's a little bit better, but like I put the seat right all the way up. So when I have to like accelerate, I don't do this. Cause, oh, because of the neck still? Bro. Is that because we did the seatbelt for an hour? I think so. Yeah, oh. it, was right, it was right after that. <laughs> the body triangle, the seatbelt, and then like, yeah, go. <laughs> but it's fine. But like, so yeah, like, I put the seat up so that way when I have to accelerate, I put my head back. Someone catches you in traffic? Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put my head back so I see something against us. Like, like, because mm. if not, the, the jarring of it was just like, ah, oh, it was too much. But yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, Jiu-Jitsu is terrible on the body, man. Yeah, art to suave. <laughs> the gentle art. Art to suave. I'll, I'll, train, I'll train with Nicky Rod and I'll wake yeah. up and I'll feel 65. That, how old is he? How old is he? Yeah. He's young. 25, I think. Yeah, as I say, young. Like, he looks like he's just... He looks like... You know, um, what's his name? Dalton from the gym that you've... Oh, you've kind of rolled him a little bit. Dalton, big, yeah. Dalton's tough, big, yeah. Yeah, but big athletic guy who just knows how to move like a light. It feels like that's what he is. Yeah, Nicky Rod's like... Yeah. Like, it's hard to find. It's like big, yeah. flexible, and fun. Flexy as well. Yeah, True. and it's like, how do you have all these yeah. attributes? Well, he looks dynamic. He just looks like he's... Dy- he used to wrestle, probably. <clears throat> yeah, crazy yeah. wrestling mentality. Those guys... Very mentally yeah, strong. I like what, you, what he's doing. Yeah. He's a fun guy. Tough, tough round though. Tough yeah, round. I can imagine. Oh, so he's. Oh, can I ask this? Who would. Okay, in the gym right now. Oh, fuck. There's so many tough rounds. Okay, for me, sparring depends. Like Diamond, me and him sparred the other day. I was watching that. Day. Yeah. <laughs> so that was just like a little. That's how we say hello. <laughs> so, so he's a tough round. Dan. Depends what kind of Dan I get. Tough round. Because sometimes he'll chill, but when he dance, an asshole. So he loves it. Loves he it. Lay, he loves it. So when he is, and oh, I love him. He knows. It. He knows he's an asshole. But like, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's tough rounds. He was trying to. They were trying to get me. They were like, "What questions can you ask Izzy to like fuck with him a bit?" And Dan's like, "I could give you some, but you still probably would never make him as mad as sometimes I've made. I've made him that mad." <laughs> yeah. It's some now, yeah. <laughs> but guess what? Hey, it goes both ways. <laughs> There's days, because there's days he just knows. Oh, fuck. There's just days he just knows where it's just like, I'm not with it today. So that he smells blood in the water. So they'll just like, right. And I'm just like, bro, not today. And he'll just like, I got him. And he'll start trying to push. And then we'll like provoke it, provoke Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I've done the same to him as well. And then when he leaves training, he doesn't even shake no one's hand. <laughs> oh, just straight up. <laughs> Those days, but uh, we, you know, we're brothers. But um, who else? Carlos is fucking hard. Yeah. I guess, like, we, there's always days. Kevin as well. Bro, everyone, even Cam. 
Cam. Yeah, Cam's super impressive. Yeah. Fucking hell. Brogan sometimes when he's on top. Holy shit. Bro, sometimes when he's just like, he decides you're not getting up. <laughs> there's times when I can sweep him. Sometimes, yeah, I sweep him. I get up. I can beat him up. But there's times when he decides like you're not getting up and he'll just hold you there and beat you up for fucking five minutes. And it's just like, you know those rounds? Have you ever had those rounds where you question like, what? Am I good at this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, it's like, if you get it stuck in a bad spot and then you freak out and you still don't get yeah, out, you're like, what's like, fuck? what am I? You, fuck, I don't want to give him no credit. This one time though, Ben did it to me. This one, <laughs> <laughs> this one time I remember which camp I can't remember which camp, but it was like you know we've got one, two, three, four, five people on the line on, on the on like on the main. Everyone else feeding in. Whoever gets out, whatever situation we're working, and it was side control, and then Ben was on me on side control. And then people kept on like lapping. And, and I was just, just, and I remember just like, I started to get angry. I don't get angry <laughs> in training. I don't, but this is like, they lapped me like three, some four times. Like they've done the line, come done a bit, done their bit, and then go back out into the line, like going in, going out. And then I'm just like, three or four times, I remember just like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> it was a bad one. And he'll probably watch this and be like, <laughs> But that's ben, what makes Ben's you probably like, send it to me. Oh, uh, yeah, no, yes, he's right there. Like, yeah, I need this footage. I need it. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, he, uh, you need that. I think you need that. If, if you're the guy at the gym that's like running through everyone, then it's like, oh, you're in the wrong gym. I kind of knew that when I moved to Auckland because I, I was at a gym in Wanganui and I realized like, not really I was running through everyone, but it was more like the my, my aspirations were bigger than what the environment could offer me. So I was like, okay. I think they can move, make them, yeah, make a move to Auckland. So I did. Yeah. What year was that? Like 2010. 2010. February 2010, I moved to Auckland. And I just moved and I was like, right, we'll figure it out. <laughs> my parents were very supportive, which was, you know, they didn't, they didn't really understand my dream. They didn't believe in it, but they were supportive no matter what because they're good parents. So now, yeah, they. they Your parents uh, still live back? Yeah, they live in Wanganui, which is like four hours away from here or five hours away from here. So, um, yeah, they live there. Nice chill life, not not too fast paced. Yeah, they just enjoy themselves. Yeah. What what year did you do your first jujitsu class? Proper one, not YouTube. Twenty ten. Twenty ten. Oh, so same. Yeah, twenty ten. So when I went to CKB, that same year I, I hopped into jujitsu. But before that, I had an MMA fight against uh, Neroni, and then when I did that. I had like maybe about two weeks of YouTube judo and jiu-jitsu. I was like, I got this shit. And it was like an amateur riff. I get in there and I'm striking, striking, boom, puts me on my back. He can't strike me. So he's hitting my body, trying to get positions. I swept him a couple of times. I get back up. <sighs> Sweep, boom, on my back. It's three rounds of that. I was just like, fuck. I got a few strikes, a few, like a good head kick. But then eventually just on my back. And I just realized like, right, I need to move here. <laughs> that's why I was like, yeah, I was like, I need to move here and actually learn if I really want to take this seriously. So that's what that's what ensured me to move properly. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine trying to learn all the skill sets. Like for Nogi, I'm just trying to learn wrestling and jiu jitsu. Yeah. And then you guys have a like bit of judo maybe. A, a, bit of, yeah. a bit of Mexican judo too. Yeah, you Mexican guys are doing judo, yeah. you guys are doing the striking on top. Yeah. Like it's so much to put together. Yeah, but and then also like even my last uh so the New York fight. I didn't work with uh, my guy, Dave Wood, who's my breath coach. My, uh, I didn't work with him for that camp because I, I already had the tools from the other camps. And I was like, ah, there's too much in this camp. I need to focus on this. So I was like, you know what? I won't do Dave Wood this camp. And I feel like maybe that might have saved me. I don't know yet. 
that might have saved me in that fight. But I felt like I had the tools. I was breathing well. I was I was fit. I was focused. Uh, but uh, this last fight, I was like, hell no. I need to use Dave. back with him? Yeah, I was back with him for this this rematch. I was back with him. I was like, no, nah, I need to. Because the pool, being on the water and doing the work we do, there's one thing on your mind. Oxygen. So you have to just stay focused. Stay focused on holding your breath. You can't think of anything else. You can't think of your... Call of Duty fucking game. You can't think of Red Dead. You can't think of your misses or whatever. You're just right there and just focused on one at a time. I like to think I'm, there's two you animals. You might think like of your be. misses if your phone's up yeah. top. Yeah. <laughs> My phone's safe. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> My phone, what is it? What is it? What is it? <laughs> oh, this. Okay, you're two months out from yours. Your competition. Oh, yeah. What, what's your next one? That? Oh, yeah, yeah. I. I'm competing against Philippe Penner, June. That's the guy that Gordon was meant to fight. That's the one, yeah, yeah. I know who he is, but I don't really like. Uh, with, even with Muay Thai, like Eugene would know fucking yeah, old every, school Muay Thai fighters, like from uh, Rajadan Stadium and all that kind of Lumpini Stadium, all that kind of stuff. Oh wait, is it Rajadan Stadium? Huh? Yeah, you're right. Fuck! I was like, oh my god, did I get it wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Eugene knows all those like intricacies. Those guys. Same with Jujitsu, he knows those like. But for me. I fell into this. Tony Jaa brought me into this with Ongbak, but I never really followed Muay Thai like that. And to be honest, Joe Rogan kind of introduced me to Jiu-Jitsu through UFC, but I never really followed the sport itself. But now, being in the position I'm at, I'm able to know guys like you, Rotola Brothers, Hinger, Felipe, all those guys, uh, Bralo Estima, you know. But I don't really know the history like you would know. Even boxing. People ask me fights about Fucking Sonny Liston or not Sonny Liston, what's his name? Uh, Sugar Ray Robinson. I was like, I wasn't born. <laughs> it's funny how you yeah. get into things, eh? Like yeah. I, I learned about some boxers because me and my brother used to play Fight Night, the boxing uh, game. Ah, yeah, Fight Night Four. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, we'd be, we'd be rolling. Like, there's another boxing game coming out, but Fight Night Four was the so good. I yeah. remember I used to just pick Marvin Hagler every yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> marvelous, marvelous, it's, marvelous. It's funny how you learn about yeah. these, like. I agree. Different times. Yeah. But um, yeah, my way was just through Joe Rogan for jiu-jitsu. And then I fell in love with grappling. And I just, I felt like a natural adaptability with grappling. I just knew, like, I knew I was good at it. And I was able to just, like, grasp things very quickly and apply them. So I was like, oh. Also, the long limbs helped. But also, they make you prone to a lot of submissions if you don't know how to deal with them. But yeah. Yeah. I kind of like the... I like that as my secret weapon for a while. Would you ever do a grappling match? That I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, I'll do it, but like, I'll do it with the right person. It's not yeah, really MMA, to die. Yeah, no, no, no. Even like, even a jiu-jitsu guy, but it's not to try and win. It's more to try, like, to create a show, but also to like, just generate a buzz. I'm not trying to be, because yeah, I might end up being a notch on someone's belt, but at the same time, it's not about that. It's more about just like, creating a moment, you know? Creating a, yeah, just creating a moment where it's like, oh shit, is he, there's a grappling thing, it was a fun fight, it was a blah, 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 whatever it was, just creating a moment, yeah, but not to like just be thrown to the wolves, like, fuck, no. I remember after the Ortega fight, folks was like, oh, I want to have a grappling match against him as well. For real? I was like, wow, that's, that would be sick. Really? Bro, yeah. that's another one of those ones, man. <laughs> Fucking hell, because he said right before that fight, out the back, you guys were already working on defense and stuff for camp, but he said like right before the fight, you went over it. So oh, when yeah, he was in that position, he was like, right, 
This is what we did. He just he said he just fought. He thought about his family and whatnot. But for him to go from the guy's two best submissions. That broke him a bit, for sure. Bro, of course. You have him in the guillotine. The guy pops out. You get him in the triangle. T-City. He pops out. And you're just like... And then he's not just... He didn't just break him. Volk broke him after that. Because Volk went on top for like 30 seconds and just... Relentless, relent. I thought it was over. He pounded it. Bro, it's just, it's it just the reactions, been. bro. It should have been. Over. I was literally right here just spazzing. I stole all of Ortega's post fight speeches from my instructional commercials. Oh, for right. real? It's Ortega being like, how the fuck did he get out of that? And I'm like, I did. <laughs> Find out. <laughs> oh, blame it. <laughs> no, actually, no, but that's for real. Like, Volk told us, like, yeah, he just, fuck, that's one of those moments, man. Legendary. That was, I think that was the one that. That really boosted him. Yeah. Like, he was already, for me, legend in my eyes, but that took him to another level because people were just like, oh, shit. Like, and then, yeah, the way he finished that fight was fucking marvelous. And also, Sega's a tough motherfucker, bro. Mexicans. They're they just, all tough, they eh? Just take it. Just take it. I'm just like, bro, the guy could just, yeah, he could take it. He could, he could give it as well, but he took that one. That one was bad. That was a bad beatdown. But, yeah. Yeah, Ortega's a guy, man. He's he's resilient, hey? Yeah. Doesn't slow down. Even a striker, I'm very impressed with. Like his striking, he's not the best or anything, but I'm very impressed with his his selection for what he uses for his his frame, his range. Even the spinning attacks, I'm like, oh shit. He actually worked on that. He timed it well. Zombie, he actually had like a nice spinning elbow. I was like, beautiful. We we had a lot of like there was a lot of animosity during the show when we we're filming Ultimate Fighter with yeah. him. But afterwards, super cool guy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I understand. Because I, you know, it's competition. That's why I didn't do it. So they offered that to me to do it with Darren Till. Oh yeah, yeah. Immediately, I was just like, uh, "What you? When was that?" Same one. Yeah, the, 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 it was like, "Oh, that's right." Yeah, that's so, right. so I was like, uh, "I'm not doing that." I just know I. Five I weeks in mind. Vegas. Yeah, oh. not even that, but just like being on TV for five weeks and then having Darren and his team, and then man, it you was know, long days. It was yeah. like six days a week, two sessions a day, Sunday completely off. Okay, Sunday's over. Yeah, and then there'd be like. Over the five weeks, there were three fight nights too. Yeah, and we lost the first four fights. Yeah, and, and came was back. Like, <laughs> we were miserable after that, but we they, we came back for yeah. the next. I think we won the next seven in a row. Yeah, but Fuck. yeah, it was, uh, that yeah, first but, week was rough. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But like for me, I just not even just Vegas itself, but just beat on TV. And also, I don't like Darren's a cheeky fuck. Like he'll do some shit. Guess what? If you go low. I can limbo. I'll go lower. <laughs> and the producers encourage Of course they do. I know how reality TV works. They just like, oh, here's more alcohol. Here, have another shot. Oh, boom. And then they get more drama. Yes, excellent. Ratings, ratings. So I felt bad for the guys on the show because like yeah. no, obviously no, no uh, contact with the outside world. Mm. No books. The only books you're allowed were like the Bible. Like, see, so there's nothing Fuck to distract no way. yourself. Damn. No TV, no music. No Bible. No music for five weeks. Nah, that's fucked. No music. I don't know about that. They let you drink, but they wouldn't let you smoke weed because weed kills the conversation. They want the guys to like... Oh, true. Interacting. No yeah, doors on their bedroom. True, 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 true. No doors on the bedroom. It's like a social experiment in that. Nah, fuck all that. Yeah, see, that's... I'm glad. I'm glad I made the right call because usually it was like, I know you're going to say no, but I have to ask you first. Would you like to? And I was like, nope. He's like, okay. I just kind of assume, but yeah. <laughs> but he just knows me. He just knows like I would have said no already because I was like, unless... It was a ridiculous check. Then it's a—it's not even a yes. It's a maybe. There's more things more important to me than just the money. It's more about just my privacy, 
and my integrity because I know I would have come off bad in that show if like they decided to edit it some type of way because of something I did, which was wrong because of something that Darren did because I was like, oh, I'm going to get lower. And then like, I've, you know, so I was like, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want that much access to me. Yeah. Yeah. And editing is yeah. completely, completely up to, up to them. Yeah. So I, was like, I don't want that much access to me. Yeah. It, but I, I think about like, so now fucking WME bought the UFC and WWE together, right? And people always, oh, you know, that's perfect for Israel. It can move into the WWE next. I'm like, yeah, I might just do one or two. Because for me, with the UFC, I I write my own story. I write my own narrative. You know, as much as they promote and do all this stuff for editing and whatnot, I am player one. I feel like with the WWE, there's writers that write the stories and whatnot. Still crazy job, you know. You have to fucking almost kill yourself every other night. But like for me, I just feel like I want to be the author of my own my own book. I don't want some writer writing how I come off and if I'm going to be a heel or if I'm going to be a good guy. This is that right, right, right. So it's not even about. It's just yeah. I just want to be the author of my own destiny. That's the main reason I kind of decided recently that I'd probably stick to just what I'm doing and just do the WWE as a fan. But again, this is before they write fucking, oh, we'll give you. <laughs> they just add some zeros. <laughs> Excuse me, we'll just write some more they, zeros back. They just that, offered Nicky Rod a contract. Fuck off, for WWE. But, but it would have been like, uh, he, it would have been the WWE Next program. Another one, yeah. I used to like, watch that. I watched the first season years, years ago, the, like the Contender Series kind of thing um, they did. But uh, he, he turned it down because he was like, no, nah, I'd have to spend too much time away from the gym. And I was like, fuck, that's a cool guy. Smart man. It's like when we were movies, I've had a few movie offers. Also because fights were on the horizon. So I was like, nah, just I'd rather just focus on fighting. Do what got me to the dance. Eventually, yeah, we'll do some acting. <laughs> acting with Jason Momoa. Yeah, hey, my boy. Fuck, I got to drink. Bro... <laughs> I blame him for not showing up on Saturday that day. I say that. Oh, uh, the Sunday session. Right? I know it was a yeah, Saturday yeah, too. Whichever yeah. one. <laughs> I blame. I blame Aquaman. <laughs> that guy. He's he's fun. I, as soon as he saw it, because it was a surprise, I didn't. I wasn't even expecting to see that. See, he's like, oh, he's very like manly man, like big, same height, but just thick. And he just hugs me straight away. Starts trying to wrestle me, and I framed him. I was like, oh, he's strong. You're strong. Hey, he was trying to wrestle me. I just made sure I locked that frame. I was like, you're not getting close. So I had the underhook. I was like, uh-uh. Yeah, he looks jacked, hey? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, he's, he's such a cool guy. Real chill. Like a big like a big Barney. What's he, he? They're filming a movie here, right? He just did the Fast X premiere recently, uh, last weekend. But yeah, they're filming a series, I think. I don't know if it's a movie or a series. Series. Series, yeah. Series, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's here till uh, November, he said. Oh, but, shit, uh, you see that long? Yeah, yeah. he's here until November. I was at his house. Uh, fuck. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice... Bro, they flew all this fucking old... I don't know if I should sell this. <laughs> Just, I was impressed. Like, he had his fucking attack dog in the house. So I was, like, playing fetch with his attack dog. And then he had, like, his old motorcycle collection. All these old bikes. Oh, really? I'm like, why do you fly it all out? Like, he's like... Mm. <laughs> and that's it started, cool, yeah, I was, yeah, that's what I mean. I'm like, they you, you requested they fly. I'm talking like, I want to say over 20 bikes. He's probably at the level now where he's like, let's see what we can do. Of course, in of course, <laughs> he has a Guinness thing on tap. 
Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. He, loves beer, right? yeah. Oh, he can drink. I got. I got to say, he can drink. He can drink with the best of them. But he's a cool dude, though. Yeah, we'll meet him soon. You like him? I remember I woke up with a message from you. I was already passed out, and you. Were oh, like, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you the the eyes though. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like up to. I wouldn't have made training the next. Up to. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have. Uh, any inspiring okay. words you want to give the kids? Inspiring words for the kids, uh, aim low and achieve. You know what? You're right. B team. <laughs> That's perfect. Thank Love you, it. man. Fuck it. Thank you. That was good. Thank you for listening to the El Segundo podcast. Don't forget, fuck cry jumps. <laughs>